Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! Star Wars Phantom Menace Pod Racer? Is that the full title? That is not even close to the title. Star Wars 1 Pod. We're going to sit here until you figure this out. There are only so many words that you can choose. Pod Racer, isn't it? It, That is not true. Why wouldn't it be? (laughs) Part of that is Pod. Andrew. (laughs) Oh, so I've eliminated Pod. Racer. (laughs) Thank you. Star Wars 1 Racer. Star Wars Episode 1 Racer. Star Wars Episode 1 Racer. Mm. Okay. And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am Mike Hanakenny, Aaron Worth. <laughs> stupid. It's not that bad. Well, you know what's funny? You know, because... I love... No, I'll, I'll okay. actually argue with you on yeah. this one. Because if you didn't know the game we're playing... Yes. You would go, what is that? <laughs> what is that jumbled nonsense? Well, no, Mike Hanakini. <laughs> you looked at me so earnestly like, that, that was good, right? I'm like, yeah. It sounds good because it also sounds like mechanic. It do- See, that's where I thought you were originally going with. the. I think it's the at the end, the, the E, trying to, trying to bookend with your name around Anakin. Andrew, I'm okay. limited by what my parents called me. There's only so much I can do. I, I, they didn't have the flourish of an Anakin. No, no. Yeah. I, they had honestly, the gardener of a Mikey. I, <laughs> I wanted to be Anakin. I've talked about this before. Well, so I think we badly. should get into it. <laughs> sure, why not? Oh, well, I mean, obviously we're doing Star Wars Episode One Racer on today's episode, but Thank we you. will not talk about that yet. How dare you think we would? That's on you. <laughs> I, I feel so bad for the new listeners that comes in thinking they get an hour and a half chocked full of their favorite game and then they have to listen to us talk about nonsense for a little while. Do you want to welcome them now? Welcome new listeners to the show. Uh, If you're new, typically what we like to do is take a look back at games we uh, used to play as kids Mm -hmm. and we rate and review them as we remember them, take a little break and play the games, uh, then come back and rate them as they stand up in the modern day. Today's game obviously is Star Wars Episode 1 Racer. It's part of a very special month Mm. in which we talk about games and the movies that inspired them or movies and the games that inspired them. Absolutely. We started last week with Assassin's Creed Mm -hmm. uh, and the movie we did for that week was... was This is going to blow your mind. Assassin's Creed. We did Assassin's Creed. We did Assassin's Creed. We did Assassin's Creed and then we did Assassin's Creed. How crazy is it Uh that there exists a movie named Assassin's Creed and the game that is named Assassin's Creed Mm -hmm. and they have so much in common. They really do. Yeah. Like Animus must be a trademarked expression at this point. It's gotta be. Yeah, so they had to pay them out the nose for this one. My Canimacy, Aaron (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a good time doing Assassin's Creed. Uh, both the movie and the video game. And yeah. I hope everyone listened. And thank you so much for the Mushroom Club. We'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. But we really appreciate everyone that's been joining and having conversations with us over there. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun. And we've already uh, seen the movie uh, Phantom Menace, which is going to coincide with uh-huh. Star Wars Episode One. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you can head over to the Mushroom Club on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe uh, join and become a member. It's uh, $5 a month and you get all the bonus content you'd want, plus personalized messages from Andrew and me when, yeah. whenever you freaking want. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that was part of the Patreon thing. And since we've signed up, I'm like, oh, I, I love get, it. I get to talk to people. It's a great little it's community. Fun. I love it. I yeah, love it. I appreciate everyone sending messages. And if you've joined, please send us a message. We'd love yeah, to talk to you. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it, you you have a blood feud with the child mm. that played Anakin. It goes beyond blood. Uh, oh. This is just something that Ooh. it's it's wow. uh, it's more uh, ephemeral. 
It is it oh. is something that exists between us that is not physical. It's right. more metaphysical. Is it the force? It is. It's well, metachlorians are involved, but the force. It's the force of my boot hitting his force. face. <laughs> <laughs> no, as a kid, I. You're right. I absolutely despise this guy. Yeah, I thought with zero acting experience. Right. I didn't have an agent. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I was in drama at this point in my life. Right. I thought that it was unfair that life did me an injustice by not casting me as Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. And here's the thing is that may sound crazy. I believed that. I was legitimately upset. Right. It didn't make sense to me that Jake Lloyd or whatever his name was. I think was, that is his name. Good. Lloyd Jake Lloyd Christmas. Jake Lloyd Christmas. There you go. I got something going here. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I think that kid has now subsequently had a kind of tough life You since mentioned then. that. Uh, so I think that means I win. Yeah, you do. I you, win the blood you, food. You win. Who's reviewing the video game that's in it now, <laughs> idiot? <laughs> Winner us. Uh, I no. used to see the awards shows and he'd like show up with Samuel L. Jackson or something like that. And yeah, they were friends. They were friends. Yeah. Honestly, they would show up to the awards shows all the time together. And I would hate him. I would hate <laughs> hate him i'd see him be interviewed and he was you know why i hated him precocious i'm gonna no oh he handled it really well ah. and here's why i hated him he was really good at it Damn. he was really cool and i didn't want to admit it well i know we talk about it in the in the mushroom club so i don't yes. want to i don't want to step on that too much but like you could have done a better job <laughs> uh yeah he's I'm, his acting is uh poor it is poor, but he's also not given that much to work with. Uh, there are a lot of things that are poor about that movie. Yeah. Um, just like how Anakin's mom is pouring all over Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, there is, uh, that, that tension is strong. It is you don't, sexual, and yeah. it is rambunctious. The metachlorian count is off the scale between those two. Yeah, well, I can't wait. To go over to the Mushroom Club. We'll yeah. start talking about the movie, but it's kind of impossible to not talk about the movie because yep. it's so directly based on one very specific aspect yes. of that movie. The pod racing. Actually, here's something that, that I found really interesting in mm. doing uh, my research. I, my, my source uh, let me know this, oh, actually. Oh, your source is back. Uh, my source is back. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, a few people donated the $2 per month to my source that my source is Is that like what you pay them to tip? Like get to get a tip? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah, but my source is pretty adamant every so often about about getting. But yet, you know, no one that's ever donated I, money I, to it. No one has donated. Actually, to my I, can I tell you, uh, my player one donated. No, she said this. Your other... player one is the most just <laughs> genuinely good human being I think I've ever. Come I don't across. know how she hasn't been scammed by somebody. <laughs> like I honestly, I think about that for time to time. But she got that. She said that we were in the car the other day, and she goes. Uh, no, oh, I, I donated a couple days ago. Send it. It said they needed it, <laughs> and I was like, Alex, they, oh, so whatever, Alex. They do this every other day. Yeah. They say we're desperate for money. Which, by the way, are they? I don't know. I do can't they imagine just advertise that? then, like at the top, like you know, advertise or like how much money does it cost to maintain Wikipedia? Actually. I, I'm probably wrong. Probably yeah, a lot. I was yeah. gonna say it's a huge database, right? Yeah. So and Ooh, that's talk about my ideal porn site. The database. <laughs> mm. Show me all your hot dads. Oh my god. Yeah, so everyone's doing Spotify wrapped playlists at the end yes. of the year. There's, you can see, you know, what you've listened to all year. Right. Um and I was thinking more websites should be doing that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So What's, what what website do you think should well, do Well, I tweeted out that, you know, Pornhubs would be a very scary <laughs> Thing. That would be very scary. Uh, I thought it maybe- would be funny if if this is what they should do to curb porn use mm. and to actually like. I started off saying this is a joke, but yeah, this you, may actually work. You're serious. You you are allowed all the free porn in the world that you want. Done. You're allowed, but <laughs> oh, automatically at the end of the year it releases that. 
it releases to, to everyone on your Twitter account oh, and all your social media. Why? Well, it does two things. It serves two purposes. Okay. One, it normalizes pornography, which is which is is fine. But two, it holds you accountable to yourself because there are certain like you you stretch the boundaries. This right. that's not a sex joke <laughs> of, of of what it is you need to. Mm-hmm. To really tickle your balls. Right. Right. You keep pushing the boundaries of things right. that you find exciting. Until nothing flicks that light on for you. Uh but don't you don't want to sexually shame people for their interests. No, but you you do uh you as long do, as they're not doing anything illegal. Well, that's true. Then I'm okay with it. But don't you think we'd kind of like police what we watch a little bit? And I don't know if that's necessary, but maybe it would prevent us from going to the extremes every time. Right. Because I know I do that. Like I used to <laughs> I used to be satisfied with a Google image search. Oh yeah. That Absolutely. was more than enough for Or me. the ones that had like previews and you're like, well, gotta get it in now. That's- this is uh, I only got a limited time <laughs> on this earth. Uh no, I think ultimately that's what the Spotify wrapped playlists are. They're kind of just shaming. Like I think if you post on social media, that's one thing and good for you, sure. whatever, do whatever you want. But I think people's replies to that or reading it is like, is just a large way of judging each other. For yeah, absolutely. Interests. Yeah. They're like, Oh really? Like what did, did yours, did you get yours? I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I would never look at mine. Uh, uh, how many musicals are in your top 10? Oh, it's gotta be that. It's gotta be top three genre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. It's a top three genre for sure. Um, I'm also not a Spotify person though, so it's not really accurate. I'm, I'm saying yeah. YouTube music doesn't do it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't exactly. know. Apple yeah. music doesn't do it for me. Yeah. 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 So, um, and thank you for Apple music. <laughs> for yeah, not- please, please keep that to yourself. <laughs> Legitimately. I think I honestly believe my number one would be the Hamilton soundtrack this year. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that, it's hard to, hard to dispute, but if like another website did it like LinkedIn, they'd be like, you were declined from 314 jobs <laughs> and they show you like over music, like, no, you had a bad day. And it's just like scanning by the companies. Like you really thought you were going to work with Nike. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I, I shouldn't have done that. The, the the bigger fear I have is these are the number of people's profiles you've visited who you oh, have no relation to. Yeah. That's good. No, thank you. You've watched 200 hours of Instagram stories this year. Oh, you're like, oh my I God. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that's that. That's bad. Do you do that like, like Netflix? Working? Netflix should do that. That's sorry. Netflix is easily the wrapped one they should do. Well, that'd be tough because it's like, who's watching movies multiple times? Most of the time you watch a genres. season. Okay, Directors genres make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be cool because yeah. we, we're not always consciously aware of what we're watching by, and maybe you find a through line that you're like, oh, I didn't know I like Zack Snyder this much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, or like creepy amounts of like, you watched 948 hours of Channing Tatum movies. <laughs> and I'm like, I did? Or Do like you think Channing Tatum has 948 hours worth of content to watch him that much. That's true. Yeah, like Mikey watched Cars 3 74 <laughs> times. You're like, what? Why? Huh? How? Scooter, man. What's his name? Lower Lightning McFlash. Lightning Steve, Mc- Steve McQueen. McQueen. Right, Lightning McQueen. I've never seen a single second of Cars, by the way. Really? No. The first one's pretty good. I'll take your word for it. It's good. That is my Batman versus Superman. <laughs> that you just refuse to I watch. Refuse to watch you. You have movies that you've just put your foot down and said, "I'm not yes. watching these." Uh, yeah, Batman versus Superman is one of them. Yeah, the Crown is another one. <laughs> the Crown's a TV show, but th- thank you. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, then I'll watch it for sure. <laughs> There's so many already monarch. Uh, uh, movies out there. There is Helen so Mary's many. Queen Elizabeth, like, you're right. There times. is so many already monarch out there. I've always thought that. I stand by it. Honestly, <laughs> you I, you could shame me like a Spotify rap playlist and you, it's not going to work. Well, listen, if if someone were to release your uh, your gaming 
uh, oh. uh, thing. What, what would show up on there? I'm hoping Civilization doesn't because you've been trying to quit that game for a while. Civilization, if I, the second I turn it on, Civilization 6 is like, this is the mo- the game you played most in your life. <laughs> like, <laughs> you played 247 hours. Welcome to the introduction. The <laughs> second you turn on Civ, six hours go by as like a, a time tax and you don't even- you That's play- how you learn the controls. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. No, I, uh, so, yeah, Civilization, Age of Empires would be high up there. Um, I think Stardew Valley would have been high up there this year because it is such a time uh, intensive game. Like to do most things, you right. need to put in a lot of time. True. There's kind of no way around that. Red Dead Redemption 2 probably is up there. I mean, by default, what, 100 hours or so? Yeah, and, and well, actually, you know, it's funny you say that because we, uh, speaking of my player one, we played Red Dead Redemption 2 kind of again together or she played it and I was yeah. kind of accompanying her every time I was home. And, uh, and now she was kind of like looking around like, I think I'd like GTA 5. I'm oh like, wow! Because if she likes the Rockstar style of that game, I was kind of like, I was like, well, and like, you know, let's call a spade a spade here. I don't think she's in it for intensive um, controls sure. and super intuitive. Sure. Thing. I think she just wants to have fun and go things. And she also grew up with GTA, so okay. she's played GTA in the past. And I was like, yeah, why don't you try? It? And she's like, uh, okay, whatever. She didn't think much of it. And then like, I kind of looked down and I've seen she's progressed out to like 20%. And oh, I'm like, really? Nice. So she, you know, I think it's a nice, easy game where you go just mission to mission. You don't give it much thought in between. So. You know what? GTA 5 is, is, it's the one I think that's obviously lasted the longest. Oh, yeah. But I also think it's the one for me that's aged possibly the worst, huh. ex- except for San Andreas. I didn't like San Andreas. I thought they tried too much with like the RPG elements and this mm. and that. But GTA 5, the story was... At first, I thought I liked it, yeah. and I actively like like shrink from the idea of that. It was such an angry fucking game. And I remember back in the day listening to the Weekend Confirmed podcast, which I brought up a few times on this podcast, and Jeff Kanata talking. He's like, why is everyone so mad? Why mm. is everything of dialogue yelling? He's like, I, it just aggravates me to play this game. And I was mad that he said that because I'm like, oh, it's GTA. It's angsty and yeah. this and that. And the more I've thought about that and the more I remember that game, I'm like, yeah. I don't like that story at all. Right. And so when you talk about your player one possibly getting into it, I'm like, if you liked Red Dead for the story, which is to oh. me the best part of that game. Yeah. Um, very different. Yeah. Yeah. Very different, very different. tonally, especially. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. And the world, just the world is different. It's, you know, it's more like, you know, poetically beautiful because the West and it's yes. quiet and yeah. empty and stuff like that, where this is loud and chaotic yeah. and there's so much going on. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it catches on. But, uh, but it's, it's nice having like, it's it's the same way of like it's nice seeing certain things through new eyes. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's it. I never even, I never even realized that kind of true, little things she'll true. say. So yeah, so we're playing that. And, you know, that's no, is that that's what you've been playing for the last little while? Is GTA? yeah, yeah. That's that's what we've had an opportunity to play. I will say though, we I was away with my family uh, for a couple of days. And oh, I'm Andrew. I've got a family. <laughs> yeah. Thomas and Martha, my parents, <laughs> were shot in an alleyway. Um, no, they, we we there was an empty there's an empty like friends of a friends place, and so like I already see my family anyway. They're already in my like little social circle. Yep, yep. So we decided not be in the same city that we were always in for the last eight months. And but the thing that was up there was a tabletop Pac Man game. Oh fucking a! My parents played that more than anybody, and they're on either side of it and yelling at each other. That's awesome. There's photos, I have videos. It's the cutest goddamn thing. And my dad set the high score and I couldn't beat it to save my life. And it drives me absolutely crazy. Isn't it, isn't it nuts? There are things that 
our parents, mm-hmm. and I don't mean specifically your your dad and my dad, but sure. like, but that also that it applies. They're so good at, and like pinball is one of them. Yeah. Pac Man, that style of game, that arcade game, where it's like you play the same thing and you get a high score. Because I think that's what video games were, and your dad and my dad grew up and and went to the same bars and all right, that, right. and they would have arcade games at the bars, and that's kind of what they would play. They are so good at those games where, like, I play Pac Man once. And I actively, like I said, shrink away from it earlier. Like, it just, I don't like doing the same thing over and over again in video games if I'm not making progress. I I liked it, and I was all cocky, and, like, I saw the high score, and I'm like, oh, I'll beat that. And I said that to him. And then I was was like, whatever, 12,000. I got 7,000. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. How are you so good at this? Like, there's there's a uh, a bar in Toronto, and I know we get super inside baseball when it comes to Toronto, mm. but a bar, possibly one of my favorite bars in Toronto called Black Dice Cafe. Mm -hmm. And it uh, they have a pinball machine there. And I spent one... I don't play a lot of pinball, well, but... Let's talk about pinball afterwards. Okay, sure. I got a lot to say about sure. pinball. Sure. And Android pinball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, I, uh, so I, I was playing the pinball game there, and they have an all-time list, like an all-time score there. And I don't know why, because I don't play a lot of pinball, but I was like... 10 points away from Whoa. knocking off uh, someone on that on that score and my dad distracted me while I was playing and the ball went away and I was like fuck and then they they couldn't they couldn't beat me but that was this weird day cuz my da- my dad's very good at pinball and I was sweeping the floor with him and it felt Ugh. great pinball I don't get I don't understand pinball Oh really? I don't understand pinball and it's not that I don't like it I'll always play it but I have no idea how the score works, how anything's happening. Oh, you're not how supposed to. How many balls to. you get? Like, sometimes like, oh, That's God, true. I get nine balls this time? <laughs> Otherwise, I got like two. And then things are flashing constantly, and it's like free ball, high score, and you're like, it's like, it's sensory overload. And then you're like, and you just walk away, like shaking, and you're like, how'd you do? I'm like, I, th- I, I think the worst of all, I don't know. I don't know how I did. I don't, I'm married or something now. Yeah. I don't know. I, I own this goat. Like, <laughs> What, what I it just you're just overwhelmed by this, and so the whole time you're like, "How do you do?" I'm like, "I'm either the best of all time, yeah. or I have no idea how often." It's. It, I also find with pinball there are no middling scores. It's yeah. either the ball you shoot it up and it goes straight through the middle four times in a row and you lose, or you're playing for four and a half hours and you get a score of like nine hundred million yeah. and you're not even close to the high score. See, that's that's the thing. <laughs> I like. Okay, this, this sounds really stupid, but I need you to go with me here. Andrew, I'm used to it. Okay, wow, nice. Uh, is the point of pinball. See, when you talk, I just hear, oh, the, it's the point of pinball. Like, get to the get to the point of pinball, Andrew. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm trying, I'm okay, trying. Okay, is the point Because of you're pinball? taking your time right oh now, and it's God. like, oh, I'm so bored. <laughs> is, that, is that what the D-pads are doing at home right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah They're yeah. texting me as we speak. They're <laughs> yeah. like, can you make Andrew stop talking? Just the Mushroom Club messaging app is like immediate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is the point of pinball to keep the ball up? As long as possible, like in play, as long as possible. Um, is that honestly, like honestly, I, do, I have no idea. No, you know what it usually is. What what I found is there's always a mechanic or multiple mechanics on the board where you're supposed to build up a meter of some okay. sort. So it's like it's and that meter could be like you got to spin something enough that it fills, and then you get right. a multiplier. Or there's different lights, and you have to activate the lights. And the more lights you have active, the more your multiplier is. Okay. Right. So the more you keep it up with. Uh, and and hit like every time you hit one of the the something that'll get you points, whether it's like one of those little bumpers or mm-hmm. something, the more of a multiplier you have, the more points you get. Okay, right. So you want to build up the multi- multiplier, kind of like uh, Tony Hawk. Like you want to get your combo up a lot, okay. and then you you reap the rewards of 
driving that score up. Once you get to like huh. times 25, then you're just doing a kickflip and it's it's worth, you know, 50,000 points instead of 50 points. Right, right? okay. See, that, ma- that makes total sense. I, that, pinball is one of those things I'm fascinated by and know a lot about, but other than like the actual basics and how to be good at it. Yeah. It's kind of like how I like... I know a lot about wrestling, but I haven't watched wrestling in like 10 sure, years or sure. like Disney World, but yeah. I haven't been since I was 12. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Pinball, it's like, you know, it's a really cool idea that they thought it was gambling and then they showed right. us, I think They had skill. someone in, in, in court had to bring- <laughs> They brought a table in and got like, well, show us, you're better than this guy. It's not right. chance. Right. You know, like, that's oh. kind of, That's one of those things where uh, I, I know of that story and I've read about it a few times, but if, if you're listening to this and you're not aware of this, there was yeah. a whole battle against pinball as something that you- you could have in bars and stuff mm-hmm. because they thought it was gambling, which yeah. is weird because there were no awards, right? Yeah. There was no reward for having played yeah, that's it. That's a good question. Um, but it was it was like it, almost like a slot machine because yeah. I think you have the score going up and the bing, 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 and mm-hmm. it seems like something that they're just trying to get like a, a dopamine rush in. But they actually had someone who was a professional pinball player bring a pinball machine into court yeah. and prove that it was a game of skill as opposed to a game of chance right. by beating anyone who who played him. And that's why you know you always see like uh rebels and stuff in movies in the 50s and 60s right. play pinball right. because it was seen as like like smoking or riding yes. a motorcycle yeah. you know it's like ooh a bad boy. Right. Like like um Wild Ones which is the Marlon Brando like right. his first big big starring role. They like they're in a pinball bar, <laughs> right? Right. And it's like, what the hell? And it's like, no, those are bad guys. But like, I love that shit. I would go to a <laughs> pinball bar for sure. I the number of times I've wanted to like, if I had all the money in the world, I would buy my dad a pinball machine. Oh, like wow. he just just would, one. Eh? I mean, I, I listen. All the money in the world will go away if you spend it. Well, right? that's true. You know what I mean, I don't. I don't become the richest man in the world by spending all my money. That's true. I'll that's true. That. So I, I save it all in offshore accounts. <laughs> I, I bust unions and I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, I want to. I want to talk a little bit though about uh, the uh, mon. You know, the, have you heard about these stories in like uh, in in Arizona and now there's a couple other places in the world where these monoliths keep showing oh up. Oh my god! Yeah, can we talk about this? Let's talk about it. Sorry, uh, with the excitement in my voice. T- turns turns out they were just all giant PlayStation 5s. Just oh, really? Them. Yeah, they're just enormous things oh. that are being placed. I actually didn't want to talk about the monoliths until I looked at my PlayStation 5 what? and was like, I want to talk about it. Yeah, there it is. God, staring it's you. So it's also kind of shifting to like look That's you in the, the thing. eyes. I swear to God, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to turn around and it's going to be a couple inches closer to me. It's, it's a like, real what? Five Nights at Freddy's sort of thing. It really is. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I got conserved my power. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, close the door, close the door. Those monoliths, I hate that story so much. Same. Because it's clearly for a Hulu show or something. Can we just get it over with? So I agree. It's got to be an advertising company, right? And even if it's not, it's just people now have caught on to the trend. So they're putting up monoliths all over the world because it's just like a like three sheets of metal, t- like riveted it's, it's together. It's not a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. not unique. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and also I've seen every hilarious person on Twitter being like, ah, there's a model in my living room. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know, the first time I was like, ah, nice. Yeah. Tenth time I'm like, okay, guys. We yeah, no thanks. Gotta, gotta, I'm, I'm so done. The first time I heard about the story, it was similar. Where I was like, this is fucking crazy. Like, it was just in this, they found it and they, they, apparently come to the conclusion that it had been there for years or something. And I'm like, I also just don't think that's true. I like, I just, I don't know that this story is worth what's happening. Like it's got similar to you. It's like, now it's gotten to the point where when I hear a new article or see a new article about it, I'm just like, not interested. Can we just skip to the end here? Yeah. Yeah. What just new t- Damon Lindelof show yeah, is coming exactly. out. That's a hundred. That is such, <laughs> that's exactly what I think when I see it. I'm like, I'm like, this is also, there's a new show coming oh. out about, about a, I, oh, I do no. want to, no, I do want to talk about my PlayStation five in okay. a second, ah. but there's a new, <laughs> there's a new show coming out about a group of people 
in a plane crash who end up on an island. And Shut they, up. And I swear to God, it's on, um, I think it's Amazon. It's not Lost. Like, I know you're thinking that that's what well, I'm, yeah, I'm going to you make a stupid lost. joke. Yeah. Right. That's a new show that's coming out. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I, and it, it's it's just like a group of people that are like, we don't know how we got here. And like, what is this place? And, and weird things starts happening. I'm like, how does that get green lit in the shadow of Lost? Well, there there is a lot of shows about people stuck on islands and weird stuff happens. Like... Like Treasure Island or like uh, never heard what's, of it. What's the one where the the plane the plane uh, Fantasy Island? Never heard of it. Okay, uh, okay. So they about, sound like they're mimicking Lost, though. You know how we're you know how well they came up before, but you know how no, uh, I don't think so. You know how we're doing our little before and after during uh, the Mushroom Club? Yes. What about the Dharma and Greg Initiative? <laughs> is that, is no, that, it doesn't work. Damn it! Unless it were Greg and Dharma Initiative. Greg, well, let's reboot Greg and Dharma. Yeah, yeah, I like that. There you go. I, uh, or or you could say like uh, uh, the planet Endor, and you could say like Endorma and Greg Initiative. <laughs> That's to bring We're it back to huge. Well, welcome to February and the Mushroom Club. We're doing Greg and Dharma all month. Uh, <laughs> season one is the first week. Season two is the second week. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised with like Gilmore guys coming out yeah. if 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 someone already had a podcast about Dharma and Greg. It's there's got to be multiple. Like we thought about doing a podcast about Are You Afraid of the Dark, an old yeah. Canadian horror show uh, for kids. Yeah. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> And and we were like, let's kids look in the this woods. Up. This would be a great a great podcast. And there are nine hundred of them. I you'd have to find the most unique and stupid TV show to do it on that no one has thought to do it on. You know what we Dharma should do? Good idea. Rick and Morty. Oh, it's got to be unique. It's kinda, have you it's, heard of that show? It's a little underground though. It is so so smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I hate what I'm doing right now. No. It's a great fucking show. I yes. just hate the people who watch it. God, I hate the people that watch it, <laughs> including myself. Yeah, fuck me. I hate to say it too, but it's like. Um, when I when I see people on the streets with like a Rick and Morty like hat or something, oh like that, I know, I'm always like, well, oh, that guy sucks. Yeah, for <laughs> and real. It's such a wild generalization. Yes, and I'm so sorry at home if you're listening and looking down at your t-shirt, looking back up and going like, <laughs> oh fuck. But it's just I like that show a lot. I love that show, but I just hate most people that like that show. And and here's the thing: whenever I talk about how much I love that show, I'm immediately lo- I understand that I'm looped in with yeah. that crowd as well because there's no separating it. No. It's like, but but here's the thing: that show is very fucking good and very very smart. Very smart. But I feel like it's a shorthand now for people to be like, I'm on the inside, like I'm inside the joke. I I, I I'm in yeah. the know, right? It's one of those shows, and I think there's some certain podcasts like that too, where they make you go. I'm smarter than everyone else. Yeah, because oh. I because I watch this. Ask and you're the like, D pads. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. you know what? They're right, but yeah, yeah is uh, well, you brought up your PS5. Yes, I did. I I want to talk about it. Okay, I listen week by week. Yeah. I've Andrew is, is, Honest, is like nervously looking over his shoulder because of how enormous it it's is. So ominous. The more time I spend with it, it does look like a monolith. It really does. It does. No, you weren't you weren't kidding. That's I, amazing. I love it. So much. Yeah. I, to the point where it's become a bit of an obsession. Mm. Like, I, I want to talk about it all the time. It's become the center of my entertainment console now, mm-hmm. where, like, all of my apps go through my PlayStation 5. I yeah. have an NVIDIA Shield TV, but I don't use it anymore. The only thing is, like, Cody. Like, I want to find a way to get Cody and maybe my, my IPTV service through my, mm-hmm. my PlayStation. I'm not sure if I could do. But it's it's... It's just so convenient that the layout, you know, we talked about like you want to get a console that becomes the center of your yes. thing. And I was like, well, the Xbox is great for that. It is. The 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 layout and the user interface on the PlayStation 5 is fantastic. And oh, the good. more I play around with it, the more I like it. Um, but specifically, Demon Souls. I 
played earlier this week three and a half hours in a row of Demon Souls. That's a lot for you. It's a lot for me, and yeah. it felt so fucking good. And all I could think about when I stopped playing was how much I wanted to go back and play wow. it again. Wow, it's it's a great game. It's not my favorite in the Souls franchise. Mm. Um, even with the remake and everything, there's a lot of things that I find annoying having played future entries into the series that kind of did away with some of the inconveniences. They kept mm. a lot of those in the remake, which is cool because it's being true to the original game. Right. But overall, like, if you have a PlayStation 5 and you don't have Demon's Souls, you 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 have to give it a shot. Like, wow. you really have to. It's, uh, I, I, I've been fiending it. Yeah. I, I, all, I, I see my PlayStation. I just can't wait to play it again. And here's the thing. Like, I really want to get uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I want to play through the Miles Morales portion. Mm-hmm. But I won't let myself do it until I beat Demon Souls because I don't want to uh, stop my progress yeah. at all. It's a very complicated game. But, like, I'm finding that process of, like, I don't know if you're familiar with 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 uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls and, and how it works. Because it's, it's kind of online all the time. Oh. So, you can, if you're in a certain uh, state, you can, oh, you can be invaded by other players. Like, oh. real people people who just show up into your world at the most inconvenient times and kill you or yeah. fight you or whatever. Metal Gear did that. Oh, did the inf- There was a couple there's a couple of ones where you had like a home base and they yes. could get attacked by like Yes. A, isn't also you know this is only showing how little I know but isn't like Demon Souls you can see other people's like blood and stuff like that for where they for died. where they died. Yeah. So it's this really cool interactive element that's um parallel like it's not always direct but you can like drop messages throughout as you oh. go as well. So if you want to leave a hint for other people you can like leave a message on the ground and it's limited to what you can say. So you have to use the adjectives and verbs that they give you to make really creative messages. Mm. And there's one that like anytime there's a, there's like a corpse on the ground that you get an item from. So the corpse is there for everyone in the same position. If they're like bent over a railing or something, the, 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 uh, creative ways in which people say, fuck this thing in the ass using the, (laughs) the the, the messages, like, like visions of fist or like, or like pole arm required a head or like all that. And it's so dumb because it happens every time, but I always chuckle every time I see it. But there was this really cool experience uh, that I had in the game where like, you really don't know what you're doing a lot of the times. There's this, oh. there's always this feeling of being lost, which I don't know if you. Well, speaking of lost, oh yeah, are oh, you on an island? Polar you're bear? on an island. Polar yeah. bears are there. Pol- polar bears are there, and Darwin Amazon Greg. Prime copies you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but there's like just one specific moment where I'm sitting there, and there's this enemy who's talking to me and is performing a miracle, like a like a spell. Okay, and I'm like, I don't. Should I kill this guy? He's like, I'm not going to interfere. Don't worry about me. And there's messages all around him from other players saying like, attack, kill, this and that, but sometimes people are dicks so they try right. to fuck you over no, so that doesn't sound like online no gaming not to at, me at all. all not what? at all but when it works and people are telling you the correct things to do it's this weird feeling of like it's you against the world all the time and someone from like far away across the world is sending you a message in a bottle that helps you out wow. and lets you figure something out and it feels so fucking cool yeah there's this weird sense of community because of the way it's limited and how you interact that i just absolutely love yeah someone has explained to this uh, to me with death stranding as well because oh you, yeah you build these like zip lines and highways it's, so, and, it's very similar to yeah that. you'll and, find like something that helps you in the environment so you're not directly playing with them right but you're in the same world as yes them, you know and yeah. they were saying how satisfying it is to get like eighty thousand likes on something you built yes and you're like wow that's cool so you're walking through and yeah you can upvote the messages and every time one of your messages gets upvoted oh. you get a uh, uh your health gets replenished in oh, your game wow so it's like that's but cool. you have somewhere it's like they have twenty thousand likes and at a certain point it's got to be so annoying because you hear like a me- like a chime and a message and, yeah. and it makes an animation 
<laughs> basically, it, like imagine 20,000 times you're just trying to play the game and it's like, it would be too easy because every time you get hit, you'd be like, wow. Like, yeah. yeah. I always feel that that's always how it is in text messages where you're like trying to look at something on your phone and that's when you get seven text messages in a row and you're like, no, no, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, stop, yeah, yeah, stop, yeah, yeah, stop, yeah, yeah, stop. yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah. go crazy a little bit, but that's that's really cool. I, yeah. I really like that idea. Are you are you going to try to get one of the uh, new consoles as soon as they're like ready? Because I don't think you're chasing them at all. I'm not chasing you? them, no. Yeah. And I, I will in time. It, for some reason, February is in my head where I have this idea that I'm like, it'll probably be more available. Stock will have caught up a little bit. Yep. If it's not, that's no problem. I'm yeah. not in any rush, but... You know, much like I'm saying, because you also, have, I'm looking at a, a new TV A as brand well, new TV. Which is so I'm, exciting. I'm in love with. Yeah. I'm in love with it. I got the LG C10 uh, model, 65 inches, baby. It's Whoa. thin as a uh, piece of paper, but as heavy as fuck. Dude, I, so it's so big and yeah. so fragile and delicate. Just like you. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> me and my TV have a yeah, lot in common. There you go. Um, I brought it home. It was impo- It was very heavy. So mm. like to bring it up from my parking garage up into my, my condo and I'm here and I'm trying to unbox it and you're not supposed to grab anywhere around the screen. So I'm like, how do I get it out of the box? So finally, it took me like an hour and a half just to get it set up with the stand. Yeah. And when it came time for me to lift it up and put it on the stand where it's on, I legitimately like hit my knee on something and stumbled forward with it in oh my, my hand. God. I was, I was 80% of the way to falling with my brand new TV in my hand. Oh. And I would have, I would have legitimately cried. Like I'm pretty sure I would have cried. Yeah. That would have, that would have been awful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have no one to blame but yourself. And I don't cry for anything. No. I like, I, mom and daddy dying like honestly tom and martha yeah tom and martha <laughs> I, I, all i know is i'm gonna get her brand new pearl necklace baby oh no oh you've no. signed her death warrant <laughs> oh no oh that's awful yeah um yeah i wonder i wonder how pod racing is gonna look on that tv oh well that is a great question yeah. well it is kind of funny that i have this playstation 5 with stunning 4k oh. and 120 hertz refresh rate and, and all this it. this brand new technology and we're gonna hook up an n64 to it and play pod <laughs> racing but uh it does have the expansion pack oh, thank God. which increases it by what 250 kilobytes or something yeah yeah fucking stupid yeah, like my that. phone has my excuse me my watch has more things now legitimately yeah. and yeah. it's an analog watch yeah it's an analog watch <laughs> i it's a, i literally wind it every day and, yeah uh, yeah uh no i'm i'm so excited to go back and play this so i want to talk about one thing off the top before we really get into this game sure i'm not sure how much i've ever played this game on a console okay do you remember the arcade version of this Andrew, game? Andrew, I'm so happy you brought this okay, up. Okay, good. I'm so it's it's a technically a different game, but it did have it was like it, it had the two throttles yes. that of of basically so like Mikey and I were staring at each other <laughs> and working our hands like we're on an elliptical. Like an elliptical, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it was that's what it was. It was you had yeah. the throttles and it was this, you know, if you push both of them together, just like in the movies, that's yep. your engines, right? But you turn by basically turning the engine of one on higher and yeah. one on lower. And I remember that arc. I think that's legitimately maybe the best arcade game I've ever played. Wow. It was, I loved that arcade game. Not that I could always play it. I, they had one at the Chuck E. Cheese, but it was there always, there was a lineup yep. anytime that it's not like I was, you know, going to Chuck E. Cheese every day. Well, and, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, summer vacation, yeah, season pass or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to yeah, the me, guy in the van bought it for me. It was great. <laughs> yeah. He said, let me come with you and you can go do your own thing and I'll be hanging around the ball pit. I'm not sure this story is actually that, you know, necessary but then again what podcast are we on but uh is uh is you know you can't go to a chuck e cheese as an adult alone 
Unfortunately, right? you yeah. need a you need a child to accompany you, especially when you have a mustache like me. Yeah, <laughs> I do love the idea that like, where's your child? I'm like, oh, I need to find my child. <laughs> like child, and it's like the child's giving the cash, like looking at you, like, are you going to be happy with this? And I'm like, yeah. Um, there's a Legoland in in kind of the GTA area. That's my favorite you. character from Lord of the Rings. Legoland. Legoland. Yeah, he was a good archer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> do you know you can't go to Legoland without a child? That's dumb. Because adult Lego is legitimately a thing. I would say it keeps them in business, yeah. Uh, I have a few Lego. You bought me a Lego Overwatch thing. I got my diva standing up right there. Oh, there you go, yeah. And I got I got an X-Wing somewhere around here. I don't I know love, where it I went. love Lego. Yeah. <laughs> so I, a friend was telling me the other day that they're like, yeah, we bought tickets. This was like a year ago. Bought tickets and uh, we got there and then they're like, uh, and where's your child? And they're like, child? And they're like, you need a child to come in. And they're like, Nowhere on your goddamn website where I That's bought the ticket. Ridiculous. Says this, and I'm just kind of like, oh yeah. So did they go? Was it a couple? Like they went together? Yeah, yeah. And they did. That is so stupid. I know. I was like, that feels like the biggest uh, grift of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, another one, and they just like, we got two more. <laughs> <laughs> Chris like, Chris Hansen comes down. He's like, yeah. why don't you take a seat? Take a seat. Take a seat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he puts an actual Lego collection in front of you, and if you can't do it, he knows you're a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, also the chairs are made of Lego. Yeah. <laughs> Take a seat. He's like, I got a Lego camera guy is out there. Uh, like, they, all, they all have the Lego helmets on, like the, the yellow. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, there you go. Don't go to Legoland unless you have a child. Um, pod racing. Pod racing, yeah. So what I remember is, I do remember that two independent systems yes, of the driving. Yes, yeah. And, but also it was like Cruising USA where they were kind of, a couple of things stacked them together. Yeah, and you yeah, could yeah, yeah. You could race together. Each other. Yeah. yeah. And they were all kind of different designs kind of a little bit. Like I, I only remember Anakin's pod. The being, blue stripes. Yeah, the blue with the stripes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there were so many different pods and that's one of the things I loved about this game. <laughs> I was more of a Sabalba child. <laughs> well, no, for me it was actually, uh, it was, it was, uh, what was, oh, uh, Nevakey. Nevakey Neva Key? Is, is who I used. And I have a question for you, Andrew. I, I think we can all agree that Nevakey's engines being attached to his cockpit provide a bit more agility oh. um, because of the way that they're they're attached, not right. by a string, but but directly. God damn it. He but just do you like, think closed he, his eyes and started talking about this. It <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> but do you think the added weight takes away from his top speed? And is the payoff of having your engines more under control worth it? Uh, No. Yes. Is yes or no? Is there a right answer? Uh, for me, yes. I oh. preferred, I, I think it was worth it. I preferred oh. Nevakey. I liked the fact that that his his engines weren't attached by wires or strings. It was all one unit. I found oh. that it was a lot easier to control. I mean, Anakin, you know, a bit of a wild child. Those engines are thin, cylindrical, and way, way out there. Yeah. I just feel like you're putting yourself at a risk when there's that much space between your pod and the engines. And those engines are fragile. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, you've got Odie Mandel, uh, Mandrell, sorry, uh, who became known obviously for his group of mechanics, and and oh, he the would, little robots, the little robots, oh. and he would live and die by those things. Um. But then, any time that they would mess up, uh, he would blame his frustrations and his loss on them. But at what point? And I know where I know you know where I'm going with of this. Of course. At what point is he responsible for their programming, Andrew? <laughs> well, also, I don't know why he programmed them to be three stooges. That, <laughs> they constantly the were thing. like, hey, knucklehead, they're hitting each other over the head. I'm pretty sure it's his fault. <laughs> one one gets underneath the other one's knees, the other one pushes them. Like, I don't know, <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He puts his, his hand in front of his nose and tries yeah, to poke he's, his he's eyes. He's following his hand side to side, yeah. top to bottom. <laughs> oh, he got me in the eyes. Yeah, that was a, what is the guy that, that raced in the circle? It was a perfect uh, circle. And uh, it, team Toe, 
Team Toe Pagilis? Holy crap, you're not looking at anything and you just did that. No, I mean, the thing about him, Andrew, is he does have a screen inside of his cockpit. And my question would be, do you think that screen is showing what is out in front of him? Or do you think that it's just a screen showing his engines? And if if it is showing what's in front of him, don't you think he'd be better off with a window rather than a screen? I just, it never made any sense to me that he blocked his view of going forward. (laughs) Well, that's like, and I hate to say it, but it's like um, in Star Trek, the... The cockpit. Now, are we talking next generation? I think actually all of them, to okay. be honest. But uh, the 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 USS Enterprise, the cockpit, whatever, the, where everyone is doing the, yeah. the operating from, command I deck. I can't believe. Yes, it's a deck something. Yeah, I, I watched the whole goddamn show and I can't <laughs> remember what this is. If there's one this thing to remember, so Andrew. He was a psychiatrist radio. Uh, his brother Niles. Oh, no, wait. God damn it. It's a bunch of retired women in Florida. No. Um, Ready to toss salad and scrambled eggs. Make it so. That's really good. And the, and the commanding chair is that old recliner he sits in. Everyone everyone in his cockpit has like, is separated by glass. Like there's the engineer's booth. And everyone's- Perfect amount of duct tape over the exact same spots. Oh my God. Um, it always freaked me out whenever the screen would go down and you realize, oh, that's not a window. That's a screen. Right. Because it's space, idiot. Yes. Like it's not like huge panes of window glass is going to hold Well, they up. do that in, in Star Wars. They do have the windows. Yeah. Well, that's, but that's a space opera and it's totally different. That is true. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek is a high-minded science space show. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yes. Now, here's the thing though. I mean, everyone loves their space opera. I've been holding out for my space opera. <laughs> I'll take my question off the air. We got we got to open up a phone line for the D pads. It'll be <laughs> truly one of the more horrific things we've ever done. Be awful, awful. The horse eggs crew would be calling in every other minute. <laughs> Hashtag Mikey doesn't finish. Thanks. I'll take my call off the air. What is going on? Who's letting these people on? Elliot's doing a terrible job screening. I've been calls. having so much fun. Twitter uh, for me at retrograde Mikey, you at yeah. retrograde Andy, and then we have the generic uh, at retrograde Pod account. I've I've been absolutely loving it. I, I our community's gotten so much fun. Yeah, you guys are you guys are something. You the real MVP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once a day, I wake up to uh, just getting harassed on Twitter, and like by the way, jovial harassment. Yeah, like not yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. not like mean harassment, but more pointing out like, hey, you said that out loud. That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it really is You're something, right. isn't it? Yeah. Every so often we we get like uh, someone who's legitimately calling us out for a mistake yes. we made. And that just boils the blood in this <laughs> weird way. But the way that it happens on Twitter with the people that we like yeah. is totally different. That's like palling around. Yeah, Kowtowing no, around, as I was saying. Kowtowing around. Yeah. And doing a Star Wars episode, I'm sure there will be no, none of that this week. You uh, know what's funny is my my diatribes about uh, uh, Neva Key and all that yeah. like is probably going to get like, well, technically they weren't actually connected. <laughs> uh, that was just a shorter string than most of the other. Because you know uh, how the engines are connected by strings. Strings. Yeah, yeah it's actually, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's like Tinker Toys and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, we've really, We've really, we've really stepped in it this week. Star Wars, and then also insulting Rick and Morty fans. Yeah, oh I'm my sure God. we're not going to hear anything about this. We're, we're fucked. Just 170 characters of Pickle Rick, Pickle Rick, Pickle Rick. <laughs> yep, you uh, showed us. There are almost 170 characters in this game. There, Wait, there are so many unlockable characters. In is this it game. really? It's. I mean, it's. I'd say there's probably. I, I don't have an actual count. I didn't write that down. But there's probably. You start with with five or six, yeah. and then you end up with. Uh, I, there's probably like twelve more unlockable characters. Wow. And here's the thing. This is legitimately. You know, we'll talk about this on the movie episode as well. Yeah. My favorite thing about Phantom Menace, apart from Darth Maul, because he's fucking cool, mm-hmm. is the pod race sequence and yes. how they create this whole world that you you get a peek into and you know that it's expanded 
outside of just that one scene. Yes. The fans are into it. They don't give a fuck if their favorite human being on the on in the universe dies in a There's fire. So There's still much, so much murder in so Padres. much murder in Padres. I just love the idea that, like, you know, heads up. I like going to a football game. Not the safest sport in the world. But can you imagine if we're like getting the family together, tailgating, making hot dogs outside, and we're like, let's get to the thing, and then just like legitimately 80% of the people that participate in that sport die that dying. Day. Yeah. That just, that would be fantastic. Well, imagine, okay, so what would the equivalent of the movie Concussion be in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> what does, you, I you, tell the truth. Use the force. <laughs> I just imagine the three little mechanic robots on trial, like <laughs> like a testimony, and they're like, blah, 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 and you're like, Enough nonsense. <laughs> we want some truth talk out of you. One trips, the other one laughs at him. He's yeah, like, Jabba, you knew the dangers. <laughs> Sabalba, you purposely <laughs> I just ripped off Anakin's, I don't know, starter. Sorry, Jabba there with Salacious Crumb, his attorney. And, uh, and Jabba, Jabba puts his hand over the microphone to lean over to Salacious. Like, <laughs> I didn't know my Wookiee. No comment. What? I plead the 405th because there's a lot more amendments oh, yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rules have changed quite yeah. a bit in the future yeah. or in the past, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A oh, long time God. ago. Um, the I, visual of that is tremendous. It's it's amazing because it creates this world and that, that's that's one of the things that I absolutely loved about this game. It yeah. was it was it was a, a peek into what I knew there would be more of having watched the movie. And one of the things I loved about it is you know, I did multiple times would go back and watch Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace as a kid for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Masochist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I remember after having played this game and learned all the characters and what their pods were, watching that race took on a whole new meaning because all the characters in that movie are in the game. Yeah. And all their pods are designed the same way and their voices are the same and this and that. And it was like, oh shit, Neva Key just like burnt up in that cave like that's awesome oh, hey super dead yeah, yeah he's um, super dead no i i do what i like about star wars is also what i like about pod racing they go like here's the world and you're in it yes. deal with it yes there's obviously the world is so much bigger than what we're showing you and we'll give you insights into that but this is like a small you know little brief moment you're having there and it's the same with the pod race you're absolutely right the whole ceremony the flags come out they introduce so many characters right and sometimes when there's dialogue happening, so it's not the main focus. Yeah. But I do love that they're like, heads up, this is a big deal. Well, it would be like, imagine, uh, you know, someone from an alien planet or something from an alien planet saw the Olympics. Yeah. And just like, what the fuck? And and then someone just goes in and tosses a javelin. Yeah. You're like, what is happening right now? Or, there, or the procession of flags, like, in right. the beginning. Like, right. What is everyone doing? They're like, they're it's welcoming like the national everybody. anthem or Hello. whatever. Like, yeah. it's all it's all ceremony. Like, it's just, I, I absolutely love that. I, I do too. I think, I think it's, it is, uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to reveal what I thought about that movie because who knows? Maybe I loved it, maybe, or maybe I hated it. I don't yeah, know. We don't know. We don't know. But I thought that was an interesting moment that didn't feel uh, in line with the rest of the movie in a very good way. Yes, I agree. Because yeah. if it were, it probably would have been <laughs> maybe not so good. I don't know. It would have been a lot more farting, and then like you know, like the plane, the, the Potters would immediately fell down. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then everyone would have laughed at him. <laughs> and then it would have eaten a fly, and Qui Gon would have grabbed the Pod Racer's tongue. <laughs> don't touch anything. He goes, I'm going to touch 16 things. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry, Mushroom Club. All yeah, right. yeah, we'll we'll save all that. Yeah. Um, the gameplay was pretty pretty uh, uh, straightforward, I think, but it, it really did encapsulate what you saw in that scene in the movie as well, where you know the Tuscan Raiders would would be shooting that your pod great. and things like that. You could use a boost, but it would overheat your engines. Yeah. You would take damage to your engines as you went, but you could you could uh, repair them as you went mm-hmm. as well. But just like in the slow, movie, just like in the movie, but it would slow your your pod right. down. So you'd want to get a little bit of a, a ahead of everyone, repair it. Mm-hmm. You know, move forward as it was. Uh, and and I thought that that was really interesting. I almost assumed that they would have built this game side by side with the movie. Right. But apparently, they were just told what pod racing was. They were given the models of like what the pods were. And they were shown like a short clip of pod racing. And they had to just guess what Whoa. the look and feel was going to be like. Good and they guess. fucking <laughs> nailed it. Nailed they it. nailed it. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing to me because Lucas... Lucasfilm and, and LucasArts and games and stuff like that in general is such a big wing of that company. Yes. You would feel, and you know, like here I am saying it like in a perfect world that everyone talks to each other and companies always, right. the left hand and the right hand always talk to each other, right. which is, we know is not true. Right. But you think it would have been like, hey, this is, because uh, also because George Lucas had invested his own money into making yes. these, yeah. these, you know, were indep- essentially independent films. Right. Um, he would have been like, okay, so we're going to try and maximize the amount of money we're making out yes. of this. Yeah. Let's let's make a game that's really kick-ass. Which they did, and I'm sure they got a ton of support, but it did seem, and I, there was another game, and I can't remember which one it was, but it was a- Jar Jar's Big Day? Jar Jar's Big Day. It was, <laughs> it was Jar Jar's Big Day starring uh, uh, Steve Martin. And- <laughs> Um, it was uh, it was it was a, some Star Wars game, and they had designed something. Uh, I know this is super vague, but it's cool to think that this could have happened. That ended up influencing Star Wars the movie. Like oh, it was wow. something that was very unique. So they had to pitch it as like, "Hey, are we allowed to do this?" Uh, and then that ended up making it as canon in the movies. So wow. there was this New element canon. of them being blinded to what one another were doing. Right. Probably because they didn't want an entire studio knowing the plot of the new Star Wars movie because they wanted to avoid spoilers and all that. Uh, but yeah, kudos to the team because they absolutely nailed the look and feel of pod racing. And uh, and I think they did a great job. Um, I, I, I do have a couple more things I want to talk oh, about with do. regards to to the game, apart from just, you know, the the, the gameplay itself. Uh, and more more along uh, with... <laughs> more than saying a few things like the game, it exists. Yes. And it's real. And uh, we're definitely going to play it. Uh, it's real. And, and it's Palestine. And it's fantastic. It's real. Oh, wow. And it's Palestine. <laughs> oh, good. Any other thoughts about that? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't know how to make an innocent joke because everything I say, yeah. like, I don't know enough to know. I know yeah. I, the subtleties of like walking that line. So I'm just, yeah. I'm going to make a joke about my own <laughs> stupidity to draw attention away from the fact that I just said those two words, which have already gotten people talking. You yeah. know, when you're in the Gaza Strip and someone walks like this, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. stop. <laughs> well, uh, I don't think I'm sitting, no, 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 just shut up. <laughs> You know how the Dome of the Rock is... Oh, no, 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 no. You know someone's wearing their sash on their left side, and you're like, what? Okay, Andrew, that took it a little far. Oh, come on! <laughs> oh, it's real cancel culture over here. Um, I, so, actually, you know, it, before we get more and more into the game, I think maybe it's time to take a, a look at uh, our memories Sure. Uh, you know, we've talked about our experience playing it. You talked about how you, you kind of played the, the arcade more. Do you have any specific memories about this game that you want to get into before we, we actually rate and review the game? I'm not sure. You know, I, I, I'm trying to parse in my head here. that Jim Parson, your head? Yeah, Jim Parson, my head. Uh, young Jim Parson. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, I'm fairly sure I played this game before I saw the movie. No way. I really? Think, I think so. Or because the controls were so tactile in the arcade game. Yes. 
I had a real tough time negotiating turns yes. and going like, whoa, what am I supposed to do? And it's just like my head couldn't get around yes. and not wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And thinking that, but I also remember it feeling very fast. Yes, I remember the exact same thing. Which is good because these things are going like a thousand miles per hour or something, you know, whatever they're it's going. It's actually only 25 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks real fast. <laughs> yeah, like a bike could beat it. The yeah. desert is very small. Everything oh. is smaller perspective, so it looks like things are moving by real quick. Do, do the races go in parsecs? <laughs> Jim Parsecs? Jim Parsecs. <laughs> <laughs> um, be, I don't know. Just thought that'd be really cute. Um, no, I do remember that. I remember the wind and the music and the whole thing. Well, the music actually being from the yes. Star Wars Episode One, which you soundtrack, are a huge fan of, this. an enormous fan yes. of. Yes. So I remember all that and making it feel very fast. I, I do remember the different um, characters, but I don't remember many different maps other than the original one that you watch in the movie. You know what's funny? As much as I played this game, you're absolutely right. I'm the same way. Yeah. I do remember the variety of characters. Mm -hmm. I do remember that there were different maps, but I can't really think of too many specifically uh, or envision them specifically apart from the first one, which right. is the main one from the movie. Yeah, that's it, those, are, those are my main thoughts. And like just... I know this is a version of it, but you know, we haven't established that you and I are usually not racing boys. We are not racing boys. No. Um, we not typically kind of actively similar to fighting games. Like those are two those genres are two that you genres. and I just don't yep. really touch that much. We don't really connect with them. They're like uh, 13 and 14 year old boys. We don't touch them very much. Oh yeah. Not, so, not much. <laughs> no, not that much. <laughs> Less than zero. Less than zero, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so yes, Pod, uh, Star Wars Episode One Pod Race, or Star Wars Episode One Racer. Racer. Yeah, we went I, through that. We went, this is really tough. Uh, <laughs> is a lot like 13 and 14 year old boys. <laughs> well, yeah. speaking of Jake Lloyd. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have a lot of similar memories to you of, of first having to wrap my head around uh, how this game worked. Mm -hmm. And once I did, here's one thing that I'm struggling with though. I remember, I have a very specific memory of playing this game where the joystick did control one of the uh, engines, and and it was similar to the arcade, but I don't know if that was actually the case, because it only had one joystick, so yeah. I don't know if I'm misremembering that, which hmm. is weird, because... That may make some people think I haven't played this game much, but I 100%ed this game. I played it Whoa. all the fucking time. I was really good at it, uh, which, you know, not being a racing boy is, yeah. is weird. Absolutely. But um, this was actually, as of 2011, the highest selling sci-fi racing game of all time. Wow. So I, I thought, like, what does that even mean? But that, that means it's compared to, like, F-Zero and Wipeout and Whoa. those games, which is, like, it's pretty pretty significant, right? very popular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, wow. so is Wipeout. So is Wipeout, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I was, I, I, those big red balls, man. Yeah, the just, big red balls just killed me. I remember my brother watching Wipeout and being so convinced that he would do the big red balls. No problem. That doesn't sound like your brother at all. <laughs> <laughs> because all. I would just put in my Guns N' Roses headphones yeah. and I'd like smoke this course. I love that. <laughs> oh, oh, one of our, one of our Twitter fans said, uh, or on Instagram said, uh, uh, the retrograde podcast right now is in its Chinese democracy phase. <laughs> and that made me laugh so fucking hard. That was so good. I oh, fucking no. love that. I know. Really? I know. I know. Is this coming to an end? We don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Buckethead? <laughs> 
Um, so uh, I, maybe it's time then uh, to, to get into the reviews. Are you ready for it? Yeah, let's do it. So for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, Andrew and I each give these games two specific rankings. The first ranking out of four bits is our review based on what the game meant to us growing up as though we're reviewing it back when it first came out. Then we take a bit of a break and uh, to revisit the game and give it its second ranking also out of four bits, which represents how the game holds up in the modern day. That said, every game will receive an ultimate score out of possible 16 bits with eight of those bits from, coming from Andrew, four for the retro score, four for the current score, and eight for myself. Same breakdown. Wow. Andrew, mm. unlike Anakin's pod racer, uh-huh. break it down. Oh, very good. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really like this game. I, and love, I, and I love where we're going with I, this so I really far. like this game. And I would say I'm not as much as a Star Wars person as even Mikey is. Yes. Uh, especially Star Wars Phantom Menace, which was very important to you as a kid. It it really was. Yeah, it like, really I was. I'm not saying that without that. any yeah, irony. Yeah. I, I mean that. And I'm not a racing boy. But this game kind of met in the middle of going like, oh, this is completely unique. Right. And you know, it's funny if you take away the Star Wars element of it. It's not like, you know, they didn't do the thing that they would have done in the 70s and like the fifth character was Darth Vader in his own pod right. racer. Right, 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 or right. Or Yoda had a green pod racer or something sure. like that. They actually tried to make it as authentic to the movie as possible. But even if you strip that away, it would have been an interesting racing game. Yes. Like it's just an interesting idea to wrap your head around. I enjoyed it. I, I really did. And when someone mentions it, which is always a big barometer in my head, if someone mentions it, you're always like, oh yeah, and you can visualize what it looks like in your head. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, instead of just going just in name only, you know, oh yeah, no, I've played that game for sure. So, um, but I didn't 100% like you. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, you know, huge foundational like touchstone for me and, and Star Wars in general and everything. There was more Star Wars games that I would think about first more than Podracer. Sure. So I'm going to give this a three out of four. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you made actually like a ton of really good points there, especially with regards to the fact that this kind of similar to what Rogue One tried to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think it succeeded at, I kind of think it failed at, but it really tried to be its own thing. Yeah. In, in an era when Star Wars was supposed to be, about Star Wars. It was all homage to the original trilogy. And this was comfortable being its own niche, right. kind of. And and I thought that that felt to me similar to that feeling I was talking about when, I, when you play Demon Souls and you get those those that, that help from across the world, that mm-hmm. message in a bottle feeling. It's this feeling of like you're in on something that someone else is in and it's right. and it's it, like you're you're you have this like almost a secret. When I was watching the pod racing scene and I had played through this game and I knew all the characters, it felt like I was privy to something that not everyone was. And I loved that. It created this world that I was, I got to be a part of that was a peek into Star Wars that I don't think a lot of other people experienced. And on top of that, the gameplay was amazing. Yeah. And I think I'm going to get a lot of flack for the score I'm going to give it. Um, but here's one thing that I have to say before I, I, I lay this down on you, um, <laughs> as opposed to sitting on your lap, as I do yeah. when we record this podcast. <laughs> this one is more of a, you like, planking yeah, You're yeah, laying yeah, it yeah, down. yeah. yeah. Remember, remember planking, <laughs> Andrew? How could I forget? Planking? Oh my god, I yeah. never stopped. <laughs> Andrew, remember the mannequin challenge? <laughs> the Harlem um, Shake, the Harlem Shake, the Running oh. Man. Oh man, oh my god, what a uh, world we live in. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's truly all uphill from here. <laughs> Um, which can mean both things. So I, I don't, really, I never know what that, that was oddly optimistic in my memory. Yeah, yeah, in my yeah, mind, it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh wow, yeah. nice, it is up here. Uphill. Um, but here's the thing: we talked about how we're not racing boys. No, we talked about how Star Wars games often miss the mark, uh, or have talked about that in past episodes, oh, yeah. like Star Wars: uh, Shadow, Shadow, Shadows of the Empire, Shadows the Empire, or yeah. Rogue, Rogue Squadron, yeah. those sorts of games. Yeah. Um, but here we have a Star Wars game, which is a franchise that I hold very near and dear. I'm definitely a bigger Star Wars fan than you are. Yes. I'm way more forgiving of its its 
pitfalls than than you sure. are because of how much I love the franchise. Right. But I think even still, this is a game uh, in a franchise in which I have to uh, dish out a lot of forgiveness. I don't feel I owe that to this game mm. at all. And it's a genre I don't usually like, and yet I 100%ed the game. I There's nothing about this game that I remember disliking. I remember having fun with it every time I picked it up, and for the entire, who knows, 20, 30, 40, 50 hours that I put into it, uh, I, I enjoyed every second of it. I memorized a lot of the characters and the lore for whatever reason. This game, sorry guys, it's a four out of four for me. Wow. It, it has to be. <laughs> like, And I know that seems shallow, but... We talk about this a lot. Our yeah. retro scores are very subjective. Oh. And I cannot downplay how much this game meant to me as a kid. Yeah. He, that said, oh. I I imagine it's not going to hold up so well. Who makes um, you think that? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing is, is for some reason, like I said in my memory, I remember the controls being joystick and, oh, yeah, and okay. C, like to control the engine, but it doesn't make sense that that's the case because there's one joystick and the C buttons and I can't mm -hmm. imagine the C buttons controlling one of the engines. So, and a D-pad. And a D-pad, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, there, there would be no uh, uh, um, uh, gradation of input. It would oh. just be like, you press the button, yeah. is go and back. So it, it, it feels off, like you'd yeah. have to do... Like, there had to be a sliding scale of how yeah. much power you put in. We'll see. We're going to find out. We're going to find out, and I'm most curious to see if the speed holds up. Because we this always happens to us when we're doing older games, where speed was a factor. Sonic. Sonic, same thing. Great example. They feel example. so much slower playing them now. <laughs> I said an example. I went, great, great. example. <laughs> great example, Andrew. What? Uh, um, wow, you're the best podcast host, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, are you talking to yourself again? Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you said a terrible, terrible example. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and we're going to be playing it uh, courtesy of AC Games. AC and C Games. Uh, I'm 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 super super excited. Like we said, to have them on board. Uh, local gaming store yeah. in Toronto. They're at Spadina, and they're at. Or 52 Spadina, Spadina Avenue. Avenue. Sorry, that's how I've been able to memorize it. Now. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's great. Welcome. That's yeah. great. Uh, if, if you're from Toronto, uh, definitely give them a visit. If you're not, visit them on the website. And here's one thing I'd like to mm. ask everyone. Uh, look, our, our D-pads are actually really, really great when it comes to responding to requests like this, like yeah. leaving reviews or subscribing and this and that. Yeah. Go to uh, ANC Games, look them up, and give them a review, like a Google review yeah. or something like That's that. Great. That'd be a great way to show your support. Uh, they mean a lot to us, and it would mean a lot to us if you guys uh, reached out and supported them. Yeah. We know that in COVID, it's it's hard to you know spend money for yeah. a lot of people, but what you could do is show support to a company that's been around the Toronto scene for a very long time yeah. and had been doing it the right way. Uh, show them some love. Yeah, there's a lot of free ways you can support local businesses. And even if this is not local to you, it's local to us. And we appreciate it because they've they've done really awesome things. Yeah. Follow them on social media. Write a Google review. Yep. Like, There's a lot of ways you can help them out. And they've been really great with us. And we can't wait to play. And I, I held the cartridge in my hand today. That's amazing. It blew my mind. I, I, I was love, like, oh my God. The N64 cartridges, they were super expensive. Yeah. But as as a form of physical media, yeah. cartridge me cartridge games were so much better than disc games. Oh, I don't yeah. I don't give a fuck about discs. But if you give me cartridges, I'm, I'm here for it. It feels... Well, it's also unique to one thing. Yes. And, and N64 looks like only an N64 yes. game. Yeah. Where a 
disc could be a DVD or a CD or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, no, it's super exciting. So we're super excited to have them again and uh, and be playing all the games yep. this month with a- them. ACGamesOnline.com. Perfect, there we go. And before we get to the gameplay, I want to leave you with this. We've been talking about the Mushroom Club a ton this episode. Absolutely. So we thought we'd play a little bit of a, just a little trailer of what you'd be hearing this week on for, for the Star Wars Phantom Menace episode. And you can find it at patreon.com slash podcast. All right, that sounds great. Uh, give that a shot and we'll see you on the other side of the Patreon clip <laughs> and then the other side of the gameplay, guys. Yeah, I'll see you. You'll see my, my dust. Oh, uh, you'll see my sand. <laughs> oh, that's classic Sobalba talk. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to describe for me in 90 seconds oh, or less boy. what the plot of this movie is. Andrew. I, I have no hope of doing this, guys. Three. Oh, my God. Five. Three. <laughs> five. Two. One. Go. Okay. Uh, um, it, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, in the, in, okay. So I'm just going to go with... Uh, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> no, no. Everyone shut up. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn, two Jedi Knights, uh, go to uh, Tatooine to find uh, Anakin Skywalker. Oh, shit. There's something that happened before that. They find the queen. Uh, the queen needs to be saved. So they, they take her off the planet of Naboo and uh, they they go to the planet of uh, Tatooine because they're uh, they're plane breaks down they find a young jedi that uh, doesn't know it's a jedi has tons of metachlorians we'll get into that later uh they they it's, he's really talented he wins a pod race they take him off that planet uh they go back to naboo to save that planet against a droid I- invasion and uh get knighted at the end come on that's like bare bones that's like kind of what happens though what did i miss something big right a lot yeah i'm in the 90 second description did you want me to talk about the taxation issue with senate the no first line of the goddamn call i love that we're talking about this is the taxation of trade routes as outlying star systems is in dispute <laughs> that okay <laughs> people have not seen a star wars movie in over 15 years <laughs> They're lined up for days to watch this movie. And the crawl starts and the and everyone's like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. In in the opening crawl, they say taxation of trade routes, trade federation, Congress, Chancellor, Republic. It's basically just like describing the renegotiation of fair trade in North America. Yes. We waited so long for a Star Wars movie. It ends where the villain. The, the dark villain, Darth Vader, throws the Emperor all lightning and shit down a fucking pit, and yeah. then they party, and then goes back to a trade negotiation? <laughs> what the fuck? Now we finally get into the meat of the matter. <laughs> what it's always been about. It's always been about trade routes. Like, it's just like, like if Darth Vader was plumbing to his death, and he's like, 4.5% of it, and you're like, what? What? <laughs> Aluminum should be made locally. <laughs> Oh. Expansion pack enhanced. <laughs> Look at the writing. Oh, it's it's the the font and everything is just atrocious. I'm amazed you could read it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And especially because we're playing this on a high definition television, yeah. but before it was not. Uh, it was not high definition. No, no, it's crazy. So we got the opening cinematic. Anakin uh, making his way through. He's passing. Uh, uh, oh, the graphics are not great, but whatever. <laughs> press uh, press start. Oh yeah, there yeah. Sweet. There you go. So you start in this little like I've always I've never known if it's if it's a, a bar you're in like a cantina or a, like a cantina or it's just like somewhere you start out picking race stuff like I don't know what this room would be. Okay, right. so I can be Anakin Skywalker. Who's what that? is what is Anakin? Well, it's it's your arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck him. Uh, traction is highest and cooling is highest. So cooling would be uh, how quickly, like when you boost your engines, 
Overheat. Oh, uh, okay. So we're going to go next to E.B. Endicott. I, I do want to... Uh, it's Eve. I do want okay. to... <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> I want to draw attention to the fact that there's a legitimate amount of stats and uh, and and elements to each pod racer. Yeah. Like, they put a level of detail in this game that they didn't have to do, given that it was Star Wars. Like, they could have just, yeah. just expected people to buy it because it's Star Wars, but they have traction, turning, acceleration, top speed, air brake, cooling, and repair. You know, I will say what's odd about the stats, they have these bars that you go high to, right? I haven't seen Cantinas. anything go over half. No, I know. <laughs> well, this is also the the uh, the starter kit. Like, yes. these are all... You um, can upgrade your... Eve Encod, go back to him for a second. Okay. Looks like Mr. Mime a little. He absolutely looks like Mr. Mime. And he's he's bowing very graciously. Well, yeah, just showing us. Let's his, see who else we got. Showing us his butt. <laughs> a little, his he little, does look little like butt. Mr. Mime. He does. Wow. Okay, next we have Dudbolt. Dudbolt. Dudbolt, not a great car, but traction's really high. Yeah, and it's a it's a big he- and car. I like that you say, you say car. Um, Dudbolt has a, uh, its engines have almost like those cattle grates that yeah. you see on trains. Cow catchers. Cow catchers. Yeah. I call them cattle grates. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. What was that next name? Gascano. Okay, sorry, Gascano. I'll get to the other one in a second. Gascano, he's got good repair. Yes. And traction. Traction seems to be high with most people. Right. And they have their little flags in the background I like too. Which is weird because what is traction? It doesn't touch the Stays ground. Stays on the road. <laughs> what is this? Oh, is this Top Gear and I didn't know we were What's on Top Gear now? <laughs> Now we're doing pod racing. <laughs> oh, like, I'm sorry, Elan Mac. Oh my god. Yeah, Musk. Oh my god. Oh my god. So he's got the worst car by far. <laughs> he has the shittiest car. Oh, it catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ford Pinto of uh, of of pod racing. It's it, yeah. It's got by far the worst numbers. Like like clearly. Yeah. Okay. Odie, Odie Mandrell. Wow, that's a good car. This and is uh, and his Damn army it. of mechanics. Good pod. Good pod. Huge, huge uh, rockets in the front. He drives what we record. Oh, a good this is pod. It. This is it. That's it. Okay, so I will. I'm not going to be Dud Bold because God help me, uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to be Elon Mac because God help me. Um, I'll be. I'll be Gascano. Okay, Gascano, the Italian pod racer. <laughs> so, so we're going to the Bunta training course. And track favorite is Sebulba, who we weren't allowed to play as. No, you you don't unlock him until late in this game. Oh, really? And it's weird because Sebulba's voice actor actually came back for this. And uh, Jake Lloyd is in this oh, as well wow. as, a, as a voice actor. It wouldn't have been the same. No, it wouldn't have been the same. Ooh, so far, speed is kind of up Whoa. there, right? So what's a, like, what's a handbrake or anything? Uh, that's what we're figuring out. Oh, shit. So... So far, it's just hold A. So I was definitely wrong about the uh, about the two joysticks controlling yep, each each thing. This is more atypical of a racing game. Yeah. Oh man, my my uh, turning is all over the place. So we're going through these tight valleys. The environments are what you'd expect them to be. Like let's let's just call it what it oh, is. Shit. Not much detail. I just passed Andrew. Oh my god. Oh shit. But it's every time you kind of hit something, it actually shows you where you're taking damage on your engine. Yeah, it flashes. I think you hold X in our case because we're oh shit. To um oh there's oh, some debris on good. the field. That's pretty cool. Oh god. Oh. There's uh, there's a lot going on. Honestly, a little bit impressed with uh, with the amount of detail on the screen with with all the debris. We're going okay. So there it is. 
440 miles per hour. We assume. We assume. Or it could be parsecs. Are there other racers or is it just us? Is it? I think it is just us actually. That, yeah, I think so. Cause I think this is the training course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I exploded. Andrew exploded. Uh, and your character kind of laughed at it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, that was silly of us. <laughs> Why did we do that again? Yeah, so now that it's a straightaway to the finish, I'm pretty sure it. I've lost this yeah. one. Yeah, but that was close. That was, that was close. Honestly, controls pretty good. I actually, yeah, I was kind of shocked. I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. Uh-huh. I would have loved the uh, that control of uh, of both engines. Yes, and Andrew I, named himself Ass. Come on, Andrew, we're <laughs> hey, trying to run my a guy. clean ship here. My guy. You want yep. to do Sunken City? Yeah. Okay, Sunken City. Oh my God! Look at that Her horrifying thing. Bullseye Navior, and it looks like uh, Mac and me. Mac and me. Do you not know Mac and me? No. Oh boy, you got a long night ahead of you. Uh oh. <laughs> Dud Bolt is okay. You know what? Maybe I'll try Dud Bolt. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna change to just try something different. Okay. I, and how could I not? You gotta Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> now, like, th- now me- this is pod racing. <laughs> Come on, guys. Tell me, though, that the uh, look of his pod racer isn't cool as fuck. I love the uh, the body or the, the cart, whatever yes. that side of it is. Yeah, I agree. So do I, Andrew. We're, we're in agreement there. Oh, yeah, you're faster than me. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, wow, the draw distance is... Oh, wow, but I can barely turn. Uh, Anakin just screamed. It's weird to hear a child scream. We, we've talked about this in the past that, like, remember... Uh-oh. Oh, we both went the, the wrong way. The door closed, <laughs> Uh, you know, like remember in Cruising USA, they would hear people like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to crash. Oh my God, we're going to die. <laughs> my children. <laughs> <laughs> you made my wife a widow. <laughs> um, yeah, that always made me uncomfortable. Andrew is in front of me going left to right, crashing into every barrier. And I'm still not able to pass him. Somehow. You don't, you don't know that that rubbing is racing, baby. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just ahead of Mikey as our end of our lap. That lap was three and a half minutes long. Holy smokes. This is, oh my God. It's going to be a long one. I'm sweating on my controller. Another straightaway. That's where I kind of make yeah, up some of I my can some feel Mikey like catching up here. God damn it. I can also hear him behind me hitting everything that moves or it's doesn't on, move. Honestly, the uh, yeah, most of this stuff isn't moving. But here's the thing is it's really hard to turn with my guy. It's uh, my guy. <laughs> my guy. Hey, my guy. It's really hard to turn. Um, what you don't know, though, is that before this race, oh, fuck, I crashed. Before this race, I actually pulled uh, something off of your uh, pod no. racer. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to crash soon, I think. Oh, my God. Sabalba made me do it. Yep. I crashed out of nowhere. Oh, shit. And welcome back to the retrograde. Ooh, we have a special guest here, Sabalba. That, that must be very painful. I think I have COVID. <laughs> oh, no. Andrew, man. what's, uh, I, I know you, you parked your car downstairs, but mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have you ever noticed like how the coolant just keeps leaking out of the engine? Uh, no, I, I, I haven't. I haven't. Why? Oh, well, uh, on your drive into uh, work after yeah. this, you may notice. Oh. You're missing the impact <laughs> cylinder. Oh my God, I need those. Impact cylinders are very important. They hold the whole car together. They hold the whole car together and usually they cause everything to break up as soon as you're about to cross that finish line. Yeah, the timing of that really upsets me. Like that it's so perfectly yeah. uh, a quarter of the last lap left. Well, Sebulba's good. He knows exactly which part to 
uh, break off. Yeah. Which is, it's also kind of crazy that he barely touches the part on that pod racer <laughs> and it destroys everything at the perfect time. Like, There's 26 tubes. He pulls one out and he's like, nailed it. <laughs> and turns out he did. It did. Well, yeah. you know, if it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. That's right? true. That's so true. who am I? Well, that's a pod no- novice noob, if you will. Andrew, we've been doing this for two and a half years. We're not noobs anymore. <laughs> Newbie Deluby, which was a racer that we played, played at earlier. <laughs> His are uh, two horses or something. I don't know. Speaking of uh, of 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 the racers and, and playing it, what did you think of this game? <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I, yeah, it was an interesting game, you know, because it's one of those ones where it's, we do this a lot and I often find it goes the other way when it starts and we go, Ooh, it looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That usually means that game's gonna suck. That's and honestly, yeah. I yeah. don't I don't think there is a direct correlation between those two things because why would it look good in modern day and then not and then suck afterwards? I understand if you remember, well, I remember the graphics were the best part of it. Right. Okay, right, well that right, game's right, gonna right, suck. Right. I totally understand that. I don't understand the connection, but yet when we started this game up, we're like, ooh, ooh, this looks bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was very blocky. Um, but also just it, like to be honest, it was kind of just on par with what I expected. This game came out mm. in nineteen ninety nine. This yeah. is a pre-Y2K game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Y2K it, made everything better. <laughs> it did. Everything know that. got better. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all of our computers were Y2K proof, which, <laughs> what the fuck did that mean? Uh, that I, was I, the biggest scam ever, right? I... I, it's like aliens and stuff like that, like in Roswell. I want to know the true story one time where they told us like, yeah, actually, thank God you guys did that. Like, or oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. No, it was really bad. We stopped it a couple minutes before. You're like, oh, wow. That would be crazy. I you can't know, imagine that's true though. No, I can't imagine it's yeah. true at all, you know, but but at the same time, you know, we believe a lot of stuff. So I, but I agree, but like, it's so funny to think about Y2K and like, People were terrified to, like, they didn't put planes in the air at midnight. Right. Because they were afraid they were going to fall out of the right, sky. Right, right, right. You know, it's so it's such a real deal. And now we look back, like, of course that didn't of happen. Of course it wasn't going to happen. But. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, of course everyone was scared. I was on a beach somewhere. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just, the right. beach broke down. <laughs> oh, did? Yeah. yeah, yeah it completely broke down. <laughs> Shut down completely. The sky turned that deep blue of a, of a failure yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did the not blue load. screen of death. What the hell? The moon had the three circles around it, like the old Xbox 360. <laughs> I got yeah, it, the red the ring. Red ring of yeah, death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the sand wasn't rendering. It was flat no. and smooth. Do you weird. know, I, I got the red ring once, and I went on Kijiji <laughs> for someone to... No, this isn't a joke. Oh. I know all of the stories that I start telling sincerely sound like I'm about to say something stupid. Well, it's always well, about your anus, and you said yeah. red, red ring. Ring and I was like, uh oh, uh oh, that that's my ring of fire. That's my Johnny <laughs> yeah, Cash. It's classic Mikey setup here. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold nope. on to your butts. I I went on Kijiji to find someone who could mm-hmm. repair it, and he repaired it because there were ways to repair it. You basically just had to like heat up the the heat sink and then and then oh. uh, clean off this like goo, whatever. Anyway, um, I got him to do it, paid him fifty bucks, and it worked for like a couple days, and then it red ringed again, and he never responded. Huh. But like he. I, I gave him my Xbox at his apartment. So I knew where he lived and all that stuff. Oh, did you go? I don't want to get into the rest of the story, but no, I'm kidding. I didn't do anything because I was a little pansy, but. <laughs> he really sebulbed you there. He sebulbed the yeah. shit out of me. Exactly. And it was at the perfect time. I was just about to finish Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it just shut down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so no, I, I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah. I will say, what was the one of the big questions we walked into this game with? Speed. That's, does it still feel fast? It felt really fast. I agree. I, it, yeah, and honestly, the actual racing, moment-to-moment racing, felt good as well. The problem yeah. was it was weird because in the moments where it was just one person behind another person, like we played a lot where it was you versus me yeah. and me versus you. Uh-huh. So it was just kind of us racing one another, and that really made it apparent how blatant the rubber banding was, mm-hmm. which 
is not something I loved. Um, it, it just felt cheap. Yeah. Like I was, I remember at one point I was racing a, uh, a great race. You had crashed and then I kept racing a good race yep. and you just passed me. And it was just this feeling of like, well, there's, there's no items that I can do to set myself apart. I can't defend against this. Right. So it was this weird kind of like, if the game's just going to always keep us neck and neck just for the sake of it, I don't know how much impact I'm actually having moment totally. to moment. It was the most arcadey part of the game. Yeah, But definitely. then again, you and I aren't racing boys. We've said this many times. Yeah. But part of the part of the reason why that is, is that to be super into racing games yeah. means you need to be super technical. Yes. And it needs to be like... Like real racing, you need to more. It's more about memorization than touch. Right. It's like right. bang, bang, lay off the lay off the brake, hard acceleration. Here we go, and then for for. But I don't know if I want that with a pod racing game. That's true. You know it's what I mean. True. I don't think we should get full rubber banding. Right. But I, there's got to be somewhere in the middle we can meet. But here's the difference: is rubber banding, and I said this in the gameplay portion, usually applies to the AI, mm. not the users. So what I don't understand is what is it doing to my car? Like it's telling me what right. speed I'm going. It's my car, a my pod. On you. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. And I, I remember, you know, playing Mario Kart all the time. And like, if you mess up enough, you could be annihilated yep. by by your opponent. And I'm sure there would have been a way for you to race so much better that you lap me. But there were moments where like I'd crash three times in a row and then pass you yeah. five seconds later. Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense. No, I agree with you. And I wonder how much that is restricted to when we, you and I played two player and we really noticed it. Yes. Whereas version, uh, a version against the AI where yeah. maybe it's not as bad. Well, that's, that's, that's definitely true. I think, I think the game was better playing against the AI, but we didn't get far enough into the game to experience really, really close races. Yeah. Like it's very handholdly at the beginning. And it you was lapped incredibly <laughs> easy. I lapped someone in a race uh in a core story that was like less than a minute per lap oh yeah like it was it was not even it was incredibly fast and you still lapped someone yeah, yeah like so i i agree with you and i i honestly the rubber banding won't be the thing that i think i'd walk away from like oh if it wasn't for that rubber band yeah you know it's a part of the game and if you're gonna play for any extensive amount of time you will deal with it yes and that sucks but i there are still so many more elements that are kind of interesting yeah and i know? feel like you'd notice it less playing against the ai than you would playing person yeah. to person because it's not having an effect on you as much as it's having an effect on everyone else yeah um Here's the one thing though, like when we started playing it and that sense of speed kicked up and we were interacting and, and speeding through caverns and it was getting tight and we were moving, you know, the draw distance would have an effect, but overall I felt pretty immersed in it. Yeah. The only problem is as it kept going, it just kind of started to feel a little bit bland mm. and it was kind of like the textures on the maps themselves. Yeah. Like they looked fine to begin with, but the more you see them over and over again, the more it just feels like repetitive for repetition's sake. Very flat. Very flat. Very and flat. so and that goes towards the the environment and then eventually the gameplay as well. Yeah. And not necessarily in a bad way, just yep. as in kind of like a like like just straight down the line, just you know, it didn't didn't wow me, it didn't upset me. Um, but you know what's funny? When I I kept I kept imagining you playing this game as a kid, 100%ing it, and the drive you need to do to 100% anything. You yeah. Know, it's small game, big game, doesn't matter. There is a lot of shit you have to put up with 100% anything. Right, right. And I was kind of sitting there going, hmm, like, I wonder how much, like, just blind, like, you know, you're playing so many video games, you go blind watching this game. Yeah, yeah. And, like, gripping a controller and sweating through your hands yes. and, like, how much you had to do. But then again, I do get that with the reward system of buying new things, That's upgrading. Key. Yeah, I, you're always like, "Well, okay, I'll upgrade one more thing and I'll stop." And then yep. you're like, "All of a sudden, you're or unlock end. one more racer or exactly. something like that." Yeah. yeah. So I, I could, I could imagine, I could see what you're doing with that, and I could totally see how someone 100 it 
then. Yes, I agree with that. Then. And it, and I'll tell you, it did that did work on me. Like so so to compare it, it very weird comparison, but to like Demon Souls and Dark Souls, ah. which I am want to do. Oh, was um, this a NeverSoft game too? <laughs> from Soft. Oh, oh, ew, that's disgusting. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the rewards uh-huh. about you know finding a new item in Dark Souls or Demon Souls is reading the lore about it mm-hmm. and understanding not only, okay, now I have a weapon that's more powerful or armor that works or it doesn't, you actually read the item description and it tells you about the world. That's how you learn what's going on is through like text cues yeah. related to items and where you find them and this and that. In Star Wars Episode One Racer, when you unlock a new uh, racer, you now are privy to that person's name, what their vehicle looks like. You can see it in the garage. Right. You get a bit of a, a sense of their personality almost. Mm. So whenever I would unlock something, that was the drive. It was like increasing or expanding my knowledge of the world that I really took to yeah. when I was playing this game. It, it worked on me. So yeah. so when you, when you say like, you know, when you want to 100% it, like where's the drive? It's mm-hmm. got to get a little boring or whatever. It really, I didn't feel that. I understand how it would have seemed like I would have felt that. Yeah. But once you get to the point in this game where the races are a lot more competitive yeah. and you're unlocking things and increasing your, your pod raiser's power and finding an affinity to the way one pod handles versus another, it really starts to click. Mm. Yeah, no, I know. I could totally see that. And I, I really would love to have that win that you just barely edge them out and you're like, yes. And, and a really lot of good. those, yeah, 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 and that, and that would have been great. And I would love to see the diversity in characters too, because what I do love, another thing I do want to talk about is like obviously Star Wars, and especially George George Lucas Star Wars, is a, a world built on specificity, specificity, yeah, specificity, <laughs> specificness of being very specific, yeah, 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 and uh, <laughs> and that, and of course that bleeds into this game because they have not you know speed and turning, right? They have seven things you could choose, sure, from, you know. And those things wildly differ between races. Yeah, and make it feel very different too. And they do, and it translates right into the game instead of just being a number that's on, sure. you know, your name and stuff like that. So instead of translating to this, and I'm really excited by that because you had to choose certain different things at different races. Yep. And I, I think that adds to like, you know, this is a this is a silly race car alien game. It doesn't, but they don't make it feel silly. They make it feel very real. Lived in, almost. Yeah, like, yeah. no, real's absolutely the wrong Contextual. word Contextual. Like, like yes, there's yes. something going on, like you, you talked about how you see the flag thing, you know there's something bigger there. It's that, yeah. it's that you know, as a literature student, oh. in medias res is what they call it. Uh-huh. You're, you come into it and things have existed before and things will exist after. Right. You're just seeing a snapshot of it, yeah. which is, it's great. I like that feeling. Yeah. Like we, we use John Wick all the time all as the comparison yeah. because it's like, you know that there's a world that exists whether you're viewing it or not. Mm-hmm. And you just get a snapshot into a specific moment in there. Yep. And that is kind of what this game felt like. Obviously we weren't able to get Tuper, Tuper, super, super into the story. <laughs> I think Tuper was another one. racer. <laughs> Um, but you know, playing the game, I think was fun. Um, obviously this game lives and dies with how the racing feels. Mm -hmm. I don't think it felt as good as I remember it having felt, um, but it was, it was enjoyable. And you got to remember too, back in 1989, it didn't have that much to compare it to in terms of, uh, sorry. Yeah. 99. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, percent invisible. Um, But but I in nineteen eighty nine this would blow people's fucking brains out. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. They they would like they're like, hey, are you done playing pong? You want to play this? And they're just like <laughs> eyes melt out of their skull. <laughs> oh what the hell? Um. So obviously in the past though, uh, I rated this a four. You rated it a three. Yeah. That's a total of a seven. Andrew, do you want to get into our ratings of this game as it stands in the modern day? Like yeah, I'd love to. Oh then do it. Okay. Do it right now. Okay. I'm not. I I'm will. not getting in the way. I'm not scared. You fucking do it. Okay. Okay. Do it right now. Okay. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm going to. Oh, but up. Wait. Watch waitin', me. Waiting. Watch me. Watch me move. 
<laughs> this would be a really odd thing. Watch me give this uh, audio <laughs> review. Andrew, uh, hold up how many fingers uh, <laughs> represent the number of bits you're going to give it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, no, okay. So this game is unique. And it's kind of crazy to say that because it's a Star Wars property. And I don't necessarily think, especially in the last... Uh, let's say the two-thirds life of the Star Wars cycle has sure. been super involved with, you know, being uh, unique. I think that they've, a lot of people have felt that they've been tired, especially in the Disney sure. era. But this one is, you can't play a game like this yeah. anywhere else. And yes, there might be versions of it, and you were saying how now it's on the Switch, yep. and things like that, and that's great. But this version, as an entity on its own, is unique. Yes. And that score, it's going to bring up the score because of that. Like, sure. if this was just generic racing game, you're like, I, well, now you're competing with a lot of generic racing yes. games. And there are good ones and there are bad ones. This is a one-on-one. And yes, it might not be for everybody. And yeah, you'd want that. Like, no, I want to race my Nissan. So, like, I want this car. You know? Right. This is a unique one. But it's also fun. Uh-huh. Like, it's fun. And the diversity of characters and the diversity of... I can't believe I liked it as much as I did. Sure. I'll say that. So I'm going to give it another three. Awesome. I, 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 I never in a million years would have thought a Star Wars racing game is the one that I would give a three and a three sure. to. But here we are because that game is fun. And I think you and I would play it together and like genuinely have fun playing it. 100%. Yeah. Especially if there were more ways to play with the two of us and other racers. Yes. That would be That would be a big difference. And you know, with the re-release, there are ways to do that, which it makes o- it a big difference. Get it online. If I could play this online with sure. people, oh, this would be it's so great. much fun. I mean, I mean, and that speaks to the general mechanics of the game. They're fun. But here's here's kind of where I struggle with. Okay. There, it, it, it is so beneficial and unique in some ways and worth playing compared to other modern games in some ways. And compared to other modern games in other ways, I think it, it really suffers. Like, for example, if I'm playing a, a an arcade racer right now, I'm probably going to play Mario Kart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. If I'm playing an arcade racer right now, I'm probably going to play something that has items in it. Right. You know, it feels like this... Some combat mechanics, sure, right? Sure, yeah, like, yeah, something, something... something to differentiate yeah. because this isn't a sim game. No. Um, I do like, though, how there is that back and forth of repairing your engines and yeah. and and boosting, but it's a risk, and do you overheat, and this and that. Like, here's a straightaway, okay, I'm going to boost. And that that tactile feeling of, like, in order to boost, up on the joystick, you see the boost thing flash, you press that, and you shoot in. That feels like, that's, a, it's almost, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, um, it's like onomatopoeia, but mm. with with the way you're manipulating the controller, right. where it feels like you're actually like pushing the engine into Organic overdrive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I think it's kind of one to one what's happening on screen to the way you're manipulating right. the controller. Uh, and and because of that, there's enough uniqueness in the way that this game plays that it would separate it from the Mario Karts. Mm. There's a reason why I would play this game as opposed to Mario Kart. Right. And both of them can still exist as good games right now. It's not like if I'm looking for an arcade racer, I'm going to pick one over the other every time. If I want speed, I'm going to go for a game like this. And because of that, it's totally playable in the modern day. I'm also giving this one a three out of four. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Oh, my God. The score on this one. I'm not going to say it out loud because I'm going to wait for you to do it. It's it's a great one. Holy crap. Yeah. It's So, once again, to recap, we got a three from Andrew in the retro score, a four in the retro score for me for a seven. We got a three in the current score and a three in the current score from Andrew and myself for a six. That's the total overall score of 13 out of 16. That's that's a crazy, crazy crazy score. But I also think 
very well warranted. Well, yeah, like I, you know, it's funny. Like <laughs> what I'm about to say gives the idea that like, oh wait, I should give it lower because I think Mikey's going to get a higher. But like, I kind of knew what you were going to come into with this. I wasn't sure. Right when we stopped playing, I was like, is it a two and a half? Yeah, and then I, I was, I was also like, is it a two? Yeah. But, the, but because, because, you know, it, I think when it was you and me just racing each other, that was the worst element of the mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. It just felt very stripped. Yeah. But there is a lot more to this game than just two people racing one another. And the more you get into it, I think the more you flesh out this experience and this world that exists inside it. And, yeah. and it's great. It's worth, it's worth experiencing. Oh, totally. When that little droid was backing up the new ship that we got or the right. new pod racer, I was like, oh, I can totally get my head it's, around isn't this. That, isn't it funny the way that it's the same thing where like you have like neuroscientists mm -hmm. figuring out how to open up loot boxes for you in games because they want you to, they want to, to, engage you and give your like reward section of your brain a huge hit and yeah. they do you know they show the droid backing it up you're like ooh something's coming yeah. and then it kind of pans over and you're like you see a little bit of it and then you see more and then it says the name and the stats and yeah. you're like ooh shit like nice. that yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's an addicting fucking feeling oh for sure it is um, so obviously uh, uh, you know we had a lot of requests to bring our rewards back into this uh, into what did I say rewards yeah yeah it's done a real good job we're sending it home with ten dollars <laughs> Yeah, the awards this is section, like, uh, like Hilton points or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, stayed yeah. at the Garden Suite, thanks. Yeah, or or true, what was it? True, true butts or, or what's the what's the oh, currency? True guts, true guts, yeah, true guts, true guts. Because we're getting all up in them true guts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the currency in the pod racing. In pod racing, because why not? Fuck why not? you. That's why. Yeah, because someone rolled a dice and was like, or a die and was like, yeah, it's number six on the true guts. <laughs> sure. Um, the uh, so obviously we, we've got a ton of different. Uh, reward awards <laughs> we could keep this game <laughs> um, uh, this one only gets one though and i kind of thought it would get more but it's the field of childhood dreams where the retro score retro score is seven or higher yeah which is still it's a great great score yeah um otherwise you know it's pretty close to the uh to the fits like an old glove compartment where the current score is above a seven uh the worst by hall of fame is nowhere near new mexican landfill those are all bad ones uh the wine cellar where the higher score is or sorry the current score is higher than the retro score is close as well because you bumped your score up a little bit but mine coming down kind of uh, uh, messed that up a little yeah. bit and obviously close but no cigar for the Chevy Silverado like a rock so Dwayne close. Johnson Johnson a family company trophy Hall of Fame trophy which is 14 or higher yeah uh, which which Got close it, it was close and it just shows how difficult it actually is to make it it's into, a very prestigious award it is absolutely yeah man well yeah. you know only for the top of the top a pod racer very good outing yeah you know it's on the podium somewhere yeah <laughs> Second or third? Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to extend the analogy. I like it. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I that. really like it. <laughs> so that was Pod Racer, a game based Andrew. on. Andrew. Okay, that was Star Wars Episode One Racer. There you go. Racer. <laughs> Hardly newer. And it is based on the movie. It is a segment of the movie Star Wars Phantom Menace. Episode one, The Phantom Menace. Ab okay, episode, there's so many words in these titles. I can't get over this. <laughs> episode one, The Phantom Menace, which is a movie we talked about and reviewed over at the Mushroom Club. Absolutely, we did. So, oh, if you want to find out what we thought was better, the video game or the movie, yeah. you got to join us over at patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. Absolutely, and we'll see you over there. And thanks to all of you who are already Patreons. Yeah. Uh, uh, we appreciate all the support. Uh, thanks for being a part of the Mushroom Club. But apart from that, if you're not a member, you know, you're still getting this. Still getting, still this, getting this. And you get to, we get to have a fun game next week. Ooh, oh, enter the goddamn Matrix, baby. Oh, this is going to be something. So we will see you next week when we talk about Enter the Matrix, or, or we'll see you later this week when we talk about uh, the Mushroom Club. But until then, 
I want to thank every single one of you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thanks to ANC Games. And please wear a mask. I, I just Let's have a good end of the year all together here as a cool community. My name is Andrew Baskin. And I'm Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. Between Twitter, Instagram, and everything in between, we've grown a great community. Thank you so much for being part of it. It's like a weird hippie commune where we all have jobs and we might have sex with each other. And sometimes we kill Sharon Tate. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Now this is pod racing! (laughs) 